The following is a fourth hand production. 30 podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Tack, and with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Jimmy Klein. Hola! Ole! And on this podcast, we celebrate the iconic TV show, The Brady Bunch, as we break down the bunch one episode at a time. What we do, Jimmy, we take the episode, we break it down, we invite uh-huh. it to a party, it shows up dressed as somebody else, and we mock, laugh, and point at it. Just for you, the listener. And their friend. And their friend. On today's episode, we take a look at Season 2, Episode 15, entitled, Will the Real Jan Brady Please Stand Up? If you haven't watched the episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might be a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Brady Bunch is available to stream on Hulu, CBS All Access, and... Amazon Prime! Amazon Prime! <laughs> They better make us, they better sponsor us after all that. Right. So I thought it'd be fun, Jimmy, if we talked about the time that you bought a wig and wore it to a party. Do you remember that? Well, if you or if your hair started turning gray in high school, you'd probably buy one too. (laughs) No, that never happened. But no, it didn't. I was trying to think of something. You have worn wigs before, though. We have. I mean, I assume, yeah. assume you mean like in plays and stuff? No, when we had our clown business. Oh, that's right. So there's a fun little story. Yeah, for I had listeners. a blue one that had a bald streak going down the middle. Wow. I have no <clears throat> clue. I don't remember what mine was at all, but I'm sure you do. What was mine? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so we did like little kids' birthday parties. We were clowns. I don't think we could do that yeah. business today. Well, not because of COVID, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say no, because we're recording a podcast today, and you had to work. So, Well, people like to pretend like they're afraid of clowns nowadays, so no, it's not going to work. Yeah, that whole bandwagon. Yeah. 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 I hear you. So last week was a great, last week was a great episode with Ron on the show. That was fun. It was our first guest since He was really two. quiet, <laughs> like the whole time. But he uh, okay. he enjoyed it. I think. I think he really. I think we got him to into the Brady Bunch. I think he's like a true watcher now. I doubt it. Oh yeah, okay, right. yeah. <laughs> he might watch it go by as he's scrolling on it on Hulu. <clears throat> That's about it, though. <laughs> yeah, but it was nice for him to do the show. It was great. It was for a lot sure. Fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. All right. So, anything else exciting going on in your life? Um. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, last thing you told the listeners, you got laid off, but you got a new job now, right? Off. Which you haven't started yet, right? Yeah, no, not not yet. But what's funny is, um, as I was sitting in the the room getting laid off, my phone goes off and it was human resources for another company <laughs> wanting me to work there. So that's kind of funny. Damn. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you tell them like, hold hold on a second? I have I got a text here. I got to respond to. <clears throat> I should have been like, can, can we make this quick? Because, you know, my my job is calling, my work is calling. I want me to, <laughs> me to talk to him. 
<clears throat> I get an interview um, I got to go to, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. But that's okay. You got to know the way that this COVID thing is screwing people over. That's all right, though. <laughs> all right. Well, let's take our first break. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. And when we come back, we're really going to get into this. And this is a fun one, Jimmy. I, I had a good time with this one. <laughs> this is an iconic one. I, w- I yeah. had never seen this episode before, but mm-hmm. I am a fan of the movies that came out. The, the, the oh, that's right. They did this in the movies, yeah. right? And the, the wig is almost identical, though a little bit different. The same color wig, but the one she had in the movie was a big afro, big, huge, giant afro. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah, we got ourselves a Jan episode, people. So buckle yeah, I'm telling you, man, I'm Team Jan. I mean, Marsh <laughs> in the last couple of episodes wasn't such a bitch. I mean, she actually seemed like she cared about Greg and cared about, you know, Jan and Cindy and stuff like that. So she wasn't yeah. as bad, but... I'm kind of Team Jan. I think she's, uh, yeah, I think she's been fucked over. <laughs> all right, all right, I I get that. Cool, cool. All right, well, we will be back. Okay. Welcome to the trailer for What the Suck podcast. Do you like movies? Do you like horror movies? You know, movies like Exorcist 2 and The Bye Bye Man. Well, those of you still with us are just the weirdos we want. We watch all the terrible, no good, so bad they are bad movies you never knew existed. Have you seen Wish Upon, I Am Zozo, Creepshow 3 perhaps? you haven't well lucky for you we have and we're here to tell you all about them because we believe that no matter how bad a movie is it should be watched someone put at least some effort into these and bad movies deserve love too and boy do we love watching them so please join us your host chris and james on what the suck podcast for a weekly discussion of all things bad good good bad 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 so bad they are good so good they are bad so bad they are bad and gary Busey. <laughs> Found That's every- my best Busey. <laughs> Found- I don't know if that works, but it works for me. Found everywhere podcasts can be listened to. So we got the Brady Bunch season two, episode 15, entitled Will the Real Jan Brady? Let's get into it. Facts about the episode. This first aired on January 15th, 1971, written by Al Schwartz, which is Sherwood's brother, and Bill Friedman, which I don't know who he is. He's somebody's brother, maybe. And directed by Peter Baldwin, which we've seen Peter Baldwin's name before. Yeah. So according to IMDb, a little fun fact, the character Lucy was played by actress Pamelyn Ferdin, and her character's name her character's name was given to her as an inside joke because she voiced Lucy on the animated Peanuts specials that were airing. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of fun. She did <clears> have the only one voice. Am I the only one that thought of Eminem at the name of this episode. Well, yeah, because it's it's a reference to you. Remember, you know the old reference to the old TV show that was on back like in the sixties, um, when they used to play like what was it? They would have not huh? guess who. What was it? 
It was something like that. It was like people, yeah. they would have like a panel of like three people. Yeah, yeah. And then they would say, you to know, tell like the one truth. of these is a bank robber or something like that, you know. It was to tell the truth, right? Something, yeah, yeah, I think it's one yeah. of And then to reveal the last one, they say, well, the real John Smith, please stand up. <laughs> yeah, and then they would Eminem. all. Yeah, but then Eminem like took that and then created a song out of it. Yeah. It's Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should make a rap song about about Jam Brady. <laughs> wow, I never thought I'd hear you say that. Yeah, you know what we should do. We should make a rap song. Like, I don't know anything about making a rap song. All right, so are you ready to get into it, Jimmy? I am ready to get into attack. All right, so let's fade in. Scene one. We open up and see Jan coming home from school through the front door and stops by the stairs and takes her sweater off and moves into the kitchen. She greets Carol and Marcia sitting at the table eating milk and cookies. Jan takes a seat. Carol exits to the family room. Marcia hands Jan a letter that she got in the mail. Jan looks at the letter and inside is an invitation to her friend Lucy's birthday party. But Jan notices that the letter was already opened. Marcia says that she opened it. Jan asks why. Marcia says, look at the front. It was addressed to me. Jan looks down and sees that the letter said Marcia's name on it instead of Jan's. Marcia says that she called Lucy to see, and Marcia says that Lucy accidentally put Marcia's name instead of Jan's. Marcia says, it's just one of those things. And then Marcia exits. Jan looks a little frustrated and goes into the, into the family room where Carol is. Did you notice that that Jan was wearing a metal chain belt? No. <laughs> no. It was like it was almost like a wallet chain, but it was a whole belt. Hmm. No, I didn't it was like the that. same same <clears throat> kind of metal as a wallet chain, like but it was shiny. Who was wearing it? Jan. Jan was yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and also, <laughs> did you? I know you're gonna say no, but did you see what Carol was wearing? <laughs> no. It was hideous. Go back and watch it when you can. It's it was just horrible. Um, what was it? It was like this flowery um, butterfly collar shirt uh, with like <laughs> this really ugly like the top looked like a mini dress, and then she had like bell bottoms. <laughs> it was awful. No, I didn't see it. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I also thought um thought it was kind of funny how Carol's like, oh, Jan, are you hungry? Here, have some cookies. Just thought that was kind of weird. What, what's weird about that? Because I don't know. Because wholesome television show, you think she'd be like, "I'll make you a sandwich or have some leftovers or whatever." But instead, it's just eat junk food. Well, I don't know. It's like an after-school snack, is the way I see it. So, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. all right. Scene two. Hmm. Carol is straightening the blankets on the couch in the family room because. Because, because they don't have a maid? What? Because they don't have a maid? <laughs> oh, because Alice can't go in there. That's right. That makes total sense. But really, she was picking up toys. She wasn't really straightening a blanket. But, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I wasn't even sure if that was right either. I was like, I started right picking up, like, straightening blankets? Was that what she And I was like, I'm not going to go back and look. It's fine. Well, really, her Alice's radio's in there, so she could have went in there. That's true. But I don't know. 
But maybe, maybe Carol doesn't want her in there, so we'll do everything she can. Like, I better pick these up so Alice can't come in here because, you know, I left the <laughs> well, PA on again. <laughs> what are you going to the family room for? Oh, to pick up the toys? Oh, uh, I already picked them up. There's no reason for you to go in there. That's right. Hmm. Jan asks if Carol had heard any about any issues she's having. Carol says that she heard Marsha on the phone to Lucy about it. Jan says, why does this keep happening to me? People are always forgetting who I am. I'm always Marsha's younger sister or Cindy's older sister. I'm in the middle. Hmm. And being in the middle is like being invisible. Hmm. Carol laughs a little and says, oh, come on now, uh, um, uh, uh, buddy. She didn't say that. <laughs> no, she said, oh, really? Now, Jan, <clears throat> I think you're making way too much of this. She moves to Jan, lifts her head up by her chin and continues. I mean, after all, you are the, the one that's invited to the party. She leaves. Jan sighs and says, they won't even know I'm there. And she leaves through a style magazine. Jan happens upon an ad that shows a group of women. The ad reads, which one stands out in the crowd? Hmm. Jan looks at this and smiles, slams the magazine shut and declares, Jan Brady, that's who. She puts the magazine down and walks off with pride. I actually Hmm. researched this magazine and it was not a real magazine. I didn't think so. One thing that um, I didn't write in the synopsis. So the picture showed... A group of like blondes and then one woman like right. in the middle of the head was a brunette yeah. and you know, which one stands out in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Jan Brady, that's who. Scene three. Next we see Mike in his den doing what he needs to to keep the Brady family machine going. Just then Peter walks in and asks if he can speak to him. Mike asks to give him a minute while he finishes up a sketch. Peter tries to patiently wait but then begins to whistle to pass the time. Mike, annoyed by this, looks at him. Peter smiles and stops and walks around the other side of Mike to see the sketch. Mike turns to see where he went, but then Peter comes back around and looks down closer at the sketch. Mike is now annoyed and then asks what he wants. Peter says, Well, I was wondering if I can have an advance on my allowance. Mike is surprised to hear this request. Mike says, I just gave you your allowance for this week. Peter says, well, I was thinking in advance for next week's. Mike asks, what happened to this week's? Peter says, well, I saw a chance at a really great business deal. I lent everything I had to Jan, $4.49 at 20% interest. Mike looks puzzled and asks, what does Jan need all that money for? So... You know me and my, my 1971 right. to conversion 2020 money, which I totally meant to have this prepared, but I didn't. So give me two seconds. Um, so do you know what $4.49 conversion to 2020 money would be? I'm going to say uh, $27. Really? God, you're so close. Really? It's $28.73. Really? Nice. So, well, and actually, it would be five dollars and forty nine cents. I think total with that's twenty percent interest. But I don't know if you're well, I didn't think about the twenty percent. So I thought that was interesting. So we learned last week that Greg charges Peter twenty five percent interest, but yet he only charges Jan twenty percent interest. Hmm. Peter's not that hmm. bright. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, Peter says. 
Um, so Mike asks, what does Jane need that money for? Peter says she didn't say. Mike then asks what Peter needs the money for. Peter says, well, I was invited to Lucy Winter's birthday party too, so I guess I better get her a present. Mike concludes that that's probably what Jan wanted the money for, and then asks how much Peter needed. Peter says, hmm, 49 cents. Mike says, 49 cents? Why exactly 49 cents? (laughs) Peter says, well, that's how much I figure she'd spend on my birthday present, so I don't want to embarrass her by getting her something too good. Mike rolls his eyes and says, well, that's very considerate of you, Peter, and reaches into his pocket and hands him the money and then shoes him away. Hmm. Have you noticed that Mike wasn't using his architect pencils? What was he using? He was using just a regular orange pencil with a race, with, with an eraser. Oh, he wasn't using like the electronic pencils? Hmm. <laughs> no. Huh. No, I thought that was kind of strange. <clears throat> it's strange. Okay, scene four. Now we see Jan in a woman's department store looking at wigs. The saleswoman comes up to Jan and asks if she's shopping for a wig for herself. Jan says yes. The saleswoman asks why she wouldn't, I'm sorry, why she would want to cover up such beautiful hair. Jan says, I think you'd know why if you had two blonde sisters at home. The woman says, oh, I see the problem. She walks behind the counter and says, you, we want a complete change, do we? Jan agrees. The saleswoman asks what she had in mind. Jan says she'd like a wig that she's wearing. The saleswoman laughs awkwardly and says, uh, this is my own hair. <laughs> Jan apologizes and the woman says, not half as sorry as I am. Um, sale- real quickly, yeah. sorry. Is that really like a put down now? What do you mean? I was trying to figure it out, like, because she was like, ooh, I like your wig you're wearing. She's like, this is my real hair. I wouldn't because, think it was a put down because, like, if you go into a, a wig shop mm-hmm. and somebody has a really kind of really high and ridiculous hairstyle, I, yeah. too, would assume that it's a wig. I mean, why would you not wear a wig if you own a wig shop? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, maybe. Uh, All right. Sorry. That's okay. Um, the saleswoman goes on to show Jan different colors and styles when she comes across when she comes upon a red afro wig she stops and says no Jan agrees (laughs) Jan notices one with long straight black hair she says hey this is kind of nice saleswoman says oh yeah that's your midnight temptress Jan (laughs) picks it up and tries it on the saleswoman says now don't you think it's a little uh Mature? Jan says, well, I'm older than I look. I'm 12. <laughs> the woman says, oh, that old. You carry it very well. Jan gushes <laughs> and says, thank you. Jan thinks for a minute and says, midnight temptress, huh? The saleswoman says, that's right. Jan takes off the wig and says, well, I don't think I'll be up that late. Jan tells her that... <laughs> Jan tells her that... Um, She's just going to be looking around. The saleswoman tells her that with each purchase, you get a free styrofoam head. Mm. Yeah. Just then, Jan notices one and says, hey, that's different. She grabs it and begins to put it on. The saleswoman stops her and says, no, 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 no. That one's not a wig. It's a handbag. A handbag? That didn't look like a handbag. It was like, looked like it was made out of Muppet fur. And- oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. shouldn't be over here. 
she walks over to she walks the handbag over to the handbag section. She then scolds one of the workers and says, "Never mix the merchandise. It's tacky. It's so embarrassing for me." And a little girl almost walked out of the store wearing it on her head. Jan now looks around on her own. Um, did you notice the woman on there? Did she look familiar to you? She looked very familiar to me, and I was yeah. like, I know this woman, and she was awesome. She was like really Two funny. Things. She had good comedic timing, and she was funny. She was on the Bob Newhart show in the 70s, if you ever watched that. Not Newhart. The Bob Newhart right, show. Right. Totally Bob Newhart show, yeah. Um, and also, she was on Full House. She played um, DJ's wow. teacher. Um, God, Mrs. I did not remember that. Oh, God. It started with a C. Uh, Mrs. I can't remember the last name, but she was on Full House. Hmm. She was uh, in quite a few was, episodes. Yeah, I thought she was Not, very funny, though. She did a really good job on, yeah. in here. And I was like, she's funny. It wasn't DJ's um, teacher. It was the head of Michelle's school that she oh. played. This is the hmm. original Full House. Yeah. She was on quite a few episodes. She was a regular on there, sort of kind of. Hmm. Uh, I just remember she was, I thought she was really funny. And she did a really yeah, yeah. good job in that little scene. <clears throat> All right, so scene five. A while later, we see Jan sneaking into the house through the front door. We see her carrying a box as she's scoping around the house to ensure she's not being seen. And then she runs upstairs. Hmm. Scene six. Now in the bathroom, Jan pulls out the wig and styrofoam head. She admires it. (laughs) These are short little scenes. They are, yeah. All right, scene seven. Meanwhile, in the girls' bedroom, Cindy is searching around the dresser. Marsha walks in and asks what she's looking for. Cindy says, hair ribbons. I can't go to the Jenny's house without them or she'll get mad. Marsha asks why. Cindy continues, because they're her hair ribbons. We swapped yesterday. (laughs) It's hard to talk like that. Marsha asks... When was the last time you saw them? Cindy says, last night when I took them off. Hey, maybe they're in the bathroom. Marcia and Cindy go over to the bathroom, but it's locked. They bang on the door. Jane yells out, whoever it is, I'm in here. And I'm pooping. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> I'm taking a shit. <laughs> Cindy says that she needs to get her hair ribbons. Jane yells back, come back later. Cindy and Marcia continue to bang on the door. Finally, the door slides open and Jan's hand reaches out, handing her the hair ribbons to the girls. Marcia grabs Jan's arm and pulls her out and they breach the bathroom door. Jan looks shocked. Dude, it, I don't know why I noticed it in this scene, but Jan or Marcia's hair is so damn straight. Right? Like, it looks like, like it. it has like fishing weights on the bottom of it or something. Like it's that straight. <laughs> it's ridiculous how straight it is. Like that's not natural to have hair that straight. <laughs> yeah. I like it, though. Mm-hmm. Scene eight. In mm. the bathroom, Marsha and Cindy notice Jan wearing the wig. We, and then they just see that? Oh, oh I get what you're saying. Okay. This in is the bathroom, like seconds later. <laughs> okay. In the bathroom, Marsha and Cindy notice Jan wearing the wig. Cindy asks, Jan, what happened? The top of your head turned black. <laughs> Jan says, don't be silly. It's a wig. Marsha asks, where did you get it? Jan says, I bought it this morning. What do you think? Marsha gets a <laughs> Marsha gets a deadpan look at her face and says, Jan, I think it's awful. That was perfect delivery. That God, was, that was per- such a perfect delivery. That was so good. Yeah. <laughs> and just starting with Jan, period. 
Just that I slight think disgust awful. look on her face. You can see this tinge of disgust on her face. It's funny. It was good delivery. Yeah. <laughs> Jan looks annoyed by her honesty and says, well, who asked for your opinion? Jan yeah. walks over to the mirror and begins styling the wig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really good. <clears throat> yeah. Scene nine. Downstairs in the kitchen, we see Carol holding up a dress, apparently, even though it looked like a shirt, while Alice is pinning it for hemming, you know, to make it shorter. Carol says, <clears throat> you know, I've always liked this dress on Jan. Alice says with her pins in her mouth, <laughs> Carol says, oh, you too? Alice says, <laughs> Carol laughs and says, I agree. Just then, Mike walks in and asks, Have you seen those blueprints I bought? I brought home? Carol turns to Alice and asks, because apparently with pins yeah, in your Alice mouth, you're, them. Yeah, you're also deaf. And so, she turns to Alice and asks Alice, Alice, have you seen Mr. Brady's blueprints? Alice says, <laughs> Carol nods and turns to Mike and says, She says they're upstairs in the bedroom. Mike looks at her for a moment, most likely wondering why Carol still doesn't have a job, <laughs> and asks, how could you tell what she said? You Carol know damn says, right well Mike understood her. Is that ain't the first time she's heard her talk like that? That <laughs> ain't the first time she's looked at Mike and went, come on now. Moles in your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Carol says, oh, very simple. Uh, Mike scoffs and says to himself, women, and walks out. Carol then yells for him to call for Jan because she wants her to try the dress on again. And Mike nods while he throws his hand in the air, but whatever. I thought it would have been really, really funny if before Carol talked to Alice, if she put like a pin in her mouth and turned to Alice, it was like... (laughs) And then Alice was like, oh, and she pulled the pen out of her mouth. Okay, Alice said, yeah, that would just be funny. That's the way it. I would have done yeah. it, but it's kind of campy and dumb. That's the way I would have done it. I get it. Scene 10. Back upstairs in the bathroom, Marsha's trying to convince Jan that she cannot wear the wig to Lucy's winter party, winter birthday party. Winter no, Lucy, birthday party? It's not Lucy winter. Lucy is. Birthday. Oh, I thought I thought it was Lucy's winter birthday, but I'm like, what the fuck? You have a summer birthday party, dude? <laughs> All right, sorry. Jan just says, I don't see why not. Marsha says, because you'll look kind of like what? Because you'll you'll look, look like some kind of coat. Coot. Coot. Sorry, I thought or it was maybe an a. it was kook. I don't know. But I don't know. Uh, because you'll look like a dumbass. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Jan says, you're just jealous. Marsha, you're just jealous, Marsha. Cindy says, I'm not jealous, Jan continues. Wait until my friends, wait until my friends at the party see me. You know what they'll say? Marsha says, hmm, I can think of a lot of things that they're going to say. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was kind of funny. I was kind of siding too there because she's yeah. like, uh-huh. I yeah, think, I can think, I think of a lot of things are going to say. Yeah, you're right. Jan sarcastically <laughs> says, very funny. They'll say for the first time we're seeing the real Jan Brady. Mm. Just then, Mike calls for Jan. Jan panics and shuts the door to the bathroom. Jan says, I don't want mom and dad to see me before I'm ready. Marcia says, well, you better get ready in a hurry. Jan is rushing to get ready as Mike gets closer. Marcia and Cindy bail on her into the boys' room. 
Jan acknowledges this, Mike, acknowledges Mike. Mike replies saying that Carol wants her. Sorry, resist. Um, Jan, <laughs> Jan trying to stall says, you mean now? Mike says, yes. Jan says, you mean right now? Mike says, yes. Jan asks again while putting a towel over her head to hide the wig. Mike, annoyed, finally walks in on Jan as she's in the bathroom and tells mm. her again for the fifth time, yes, right now. Mike sees her, <clears throat> excuse me, sees her with a towel on her head and Jan just says, it's my hair. I can't do anything with it. And she walks out of the bathroom. I can 100% relate to what, like, because Jan's all bold about it saying, F you guys, you're going to see the real Jan Brady now. Oh, right, shit, mom's right, coming right. and they cover it up. It's like I used to play with my hair in the bathroom and come up with different hairstyles and stuff, but I was always too afraid to leave the bathroom. And I'd come up with some wacky hairstyles and like a couple of times Kelly would see it and she'd be like, you should wear your hair like that for real. Like she wasn't trying to make me look like a dumbass. She's like, you should like legit wear your hair like that. And I'm like, no, nah, I wouldn't. I, I couldn't get myself to do it. I would never <laughs> leave the bathroom like that. So, hmm. yeah, I like how Mike just walks into the bathroom, has no idea oh, what she's doing. Shit. In he just walks in and you're like, I say, get your fucking naked ass Hell downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've only known you for like six months, but you get your naked ass out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and we're in the second year. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Okay, you're them. All right, so scene 11. Now we see Greg and Bobby on the carport shooting baskets. That sounded funny to me. Is that right? Shooting baskets? That's what you, they. That's what the kids say, right? Mm-hmm. Shooting Playing hoops? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Bobby asks where Peter is. Greg says that he's out buying Lucy a present. Bobby says, I have something to tell him. Greg stops and asks what? Bobby says, guess who's going to be at Lucy Winters' party? Greg asks, who? Bobby laughs and says, Margie Whipple. Her and her her brother told me. Greg laughs and says, the one Peter says is always chasing after him? Bobby laughs and says, yeah, the one that's always making those googly eyes at him and all that mush. Well, she can't help. (laughs) Greg laughs. Sorry. Sorry. Greg laughs and says, he's going to love seeing her. Bobby gets serious and says, we better warn him when he gets back. Greg says, wait a minute. What if we didn't tell him that Margie Whipple was going to be there? Bobby, looking confused, says, then he wouldn't know until he gets to the party. Greg smiles and says, and he'd spend the whole time with Margie chasing after him. Get it? Mm -hmm. Bobby, displeased, says... That'd be a dirty trick to play on him. Greg says, uh-huh. <laughs> Bobby finally gets the joke, smiles and says, uh-huh. Well, he does take after Carol. Jeez. I swear <laughs> I thought I thought they said, I thought Bobby had said her name was Margie Nipple. <laughs> I had to stop and go back. I'm like, what did he just say? Are you ready for your uh, chapter? I am, yeah. <laughs> Good lord. That's funny. I'm going to uh, run to the bathroom for a little bit. I'll see you. Yeah, right. Yeah, geez. Maybe we should, like, <laughs> stop and have this be a two-parter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> scene 12 is a big one. <laughs> yeah, scene 12. Back in the kitchen, we see Carol and Alice with Jan standing just outside of the kitchen with a towel on her head hiding the wig. Carol sees her and asks... I thought you washed your hair yesterday. Jan says, oh, I did, but it needed it again. Carol then says that she needs to see how the length is for the dress. 
Jan says, oh, couldn't we do it later? Carol says, Jan, honey, if you're going to wear this to the party, we got to do it right now. <laughs> Jan says, sorry, I'm just laughing because that's kind of that's how she said it. Jan says, okay, <laughs> Jan says, okay, and walks over. Alice holds this, the dress up to her, and Carol steps back to see the length. Alice comments how great the dress will look with her blonde hair. Jan has an awkward look on her face. Carol and Alice agree that it looks great. Mm. Just then, Greg and Bobby walk in carrying a basketball and see Jan standing there in the middle, standing there with a towel on her head. Greg says, hey, what are you supposed to be, a swami? Hmm. <laughs> Jan, looking annoyed, says, very funny. Bobby asks, what's a swami? Greg says, it's a fortune teller. Greg gets an idea and runs over to Jan. He holds up, <laughs> he holds up the basketball to her and says, tell us, swami, what do you see in your crystal ball? Jan gets mad and pushes the ball away and says, oh, stop that. <laughs> Greg said, do you notice that she like responds to people teasing like an old grandmother? Like the way you would tease your grandmother, that's the way Jan responds. <laughs> oh, stop it. You guys are terrible. You know what I mean? You can't you you quit. You stop stop that it. I'm, stop, that's horrible. Stop it. It's cold in here. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for Greg, something Greg, like that. Greg, 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 well, what time is it? What <laughs> time is it, baby? <laughs> Greg says, oh, did you lose your mystical powers? Bobby says, maybe they're under your hat. And Bobby grabs the towel off her head to reveal the black wig underneath, which is incredible that the wig didn't fall off, by the way. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Jan panics. Carol and Alice see this. And Carol, shocked, says, Jan, what in the fuck? No. She said, what on <laughs> earth? Greg and Bobby begin to laugh their asses off. <laughs> they're just like... <laughs> That was awesome. When Jan asks, did what you is write so that funny? or did I? No, I wrote it. Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, it. I don't remember right now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, Greg, while laughing, says, nothing if you want to look like Davy Crockett. Oh, burn. really didn't make any sense. Mike walks well, into like the he's kitchen. Got the, the coon hat. You know, you know that. Your son wears one. Yeah, but that doesn't look anything like a coon hat. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Mike walks into the kitchen to the boys laugh. Okay. Um, Jan wears the wig and Carol and Alice standing there. I read that wrong. <laughs> Jan <laughs> yeah. is wearing the wig and Carol and Alice are standing there. Mike asks, what's going on in here? Carol just looks at Mike as if to say, I have no idea what to do here. Bobby and, <laughs> Bobby and Greg continue laughing and Bobby says, it looks like she's got a skunk sleeping on her head. Jan gets pissed and says, go away. Just leave I me alone. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Mike tells the boys to knock it off and to go. Alice assists on shooing them out. Jan hmm. says that she doesn't see what's so funny about the wig. Mike asks, where did you get that? Jan says, I bought it with my own money. I like mm. how she had to throw that in there. Mm -hmm. Carol asks, why? Jan turns around to them and says, because I want to wear it. I want to wear it all the time from now on. Mike asks, why? Jan continues, I want to be me. I'm tired of looking like everyone else. I want to be Jan Brady. Carol, who never misses out on a chance to point out the obvious, says, <laughs> but Jan Brady has blonde hair. <laughs> almost like question mark and looks at yeah. Mike. Right? Like, Jan. I think. I think, right? That's Jan, Jan's that one. Oh, wait, it's, it's you. <laughs> okay. 
Which one's Jam again? <laughs> the one we're talking to, honey. She's the, she's the weird one that plays jokes and stuff all the time. And Jan says, but nobody notices that, Jan. But they'll certainly notice this, Jan Brady. Mike insightfully says, Jan, someone doesn't make themselves different by simply putting on a wig. Carol just coat riding on, coattailing on Mike's point says, it's what's inside that counts, not the color of your hair. And then Jan she turned says, to Mike and said, right? That's right, right? <laughs> like that? Um, <laughs> Jan says, well, if the color of my hair doesn't matter, why can't I be a brunette? Mm. Mike awkwardly laughs because he realizes she has a point. Jan goes on, please, can I wear, the, wear it to the party, please? Carol says, well, if it means that much to you. Mike and Carol agree to let her wear it to the party. Jan lights up and says, oh, thank you. You'll see. Things will be different for me as a brunette. And she walks off with pride and confidence. Pride and confidence. That's what you want to call it. <clears throat> mm. All mm. right. There's a lot to unpack here. So yeah, right? this is where we take our next break. So Jan is tired of looking like everybody else. She thinks right. this wig will help her stand out, which I don't think she's wrong. She definitely will. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, she'll but stand we'll out all right. <laughs> but we'll see how she does at the party. Maybe yes. uh, Lucy uh, Winter's party will be smash hit in the new coming out of the new Jan Brady. No, you never know. We shall see. We'll be back. Okay. Are you easily offended? Because if you are, you should probably stop listening. Are you interested in the bizarre and unusual? Are you fascinated by the grisly sides of life? Are you the one that people call weirdo? Well then, you should get hip to Strange Brew Podcast, a podcast with a bunch of crazy Canucks. Tune in every week with Strange Brew's host, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And Billy Kirby, along with many different guests. As we drink booze and we discuss anything strange and paranormal, from serial killers to aliens and all of the above. So crack those beers. And toss on those tinfoil hats because, because it's, it's about, about to get strange. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Have you? So, in in this episode, this yeah. is a pretty iconic episode. Um, yeah, yeah. They make fun of it with the movies, like we had said. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those episodes where even if people see a still of Jan in it, they're like, "Oh, that one." They may not have seen lying? the episode, but they but they've seen a still from it at least. Mm. Um. So Truth. in it, she she makes some questionable style decisions. Um, you know, for yeah. the sake of getting attention and stuff. Yeah. What's the craziest? style decision that you've made that you kind of regret now <laughs> I feel like you're setting me up for something no no because I would always like throughout my life I would always try different things as far as styles go I would try new looks new things um, <laughs> and I would always receive backlash from you <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck did you do to your hair <laughs> you know, you're talking about when you came back from California 
<laughs> I was going to mention that one. That's yeah, exactly yeah. the one I was going to mention. What's funny is me and Ron, I think we're standing there. Yeah. Me, Ron, and Kelly, I think. We're standing there when you got off well, the plane. It was you, Ron, Kelly, and Eric. And and we see you get off the plane. And we're like, that's not tech. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like sitting there watching, where's tech? And you come up behind us. We're like, holy shit, that's really tech. Okay. It was funny yeah. because like. I, at the time, I'd never met Eric, but I've heard you talk about Eric like a million yeah, times. Yeah. And I'm walking up to you guys, and the only one that's looking at me is Eric. And I'm just like... <laughs> you're like, ah! I'm like, hey, no, and he's like, somebody's walking up staring at me, like, you know, because you guys are all backs are to me. And yeah, I'm looking like, for you. I'm like, you know, that's... I'm, I'm the guy that you guys are here for, you know, like, yeah, trying yeah. to do that kind of signal to him, and he was just like... Jimmy, is this the guy? You know, kind of a thing. Knowing Eric, he probably did that on purpose. He probably knew exactly what you were saying. And he's just, he's just purposely <laughs> making it awkward. Well, the hairstyle that I chose that day was, I had like the side shaved and I had the top a little longer. And so I decided, I know what I'll do. I'll put tons of little like braids. Yeah. Tons of little braids that hang down like hair. You look like a, a pale white coolio. Well, they didn't stick up though; they kind of hung down, so it was right. more like a—I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of stylish back then. This is like late '90s. This is like '98. This is like a time of corn, you know, and that's okay. the kind of hairstyles that they would mess around with or whatever. So, you know, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> the craziest I ever got. <clears throat> was I mean when I finally shaved my mullet off and then I shaved it even more the shortest I ever had it compared to now or not counting now um I was dating this girl at the time that thought I should try dyeing my hair yeah so I actually dyed my hair brown and I hated it I couldn't stand it because (laughs) it grew back really quick and you could see like brown and then gray (laughs) so I just Mm. shaved that's one of the first times I shaved my head (laughs) Mm. So I dyed my hair and I instantly regretted it. I hated it. Yeah. A few years ago, probably about five, six years ago, I used to do a lot of, uh, um, when I had my hair like spiky and stuff, I used to mm-hmm. do the, the bleached like highlights <laughs> in my hair, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which actually doesn't look bad. I mean, it looks okay. I thought. I've never done anything like that. You'll never, you'll never <clears throat> see me with bleached hair or cornrows or or braids or whatever you'll never cornrows, see me remember when your mom made cornrows and oh yeah 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 <laughs> she, remember when my mom called you and she wanted you to give her a tattoo around her nipple <laughs> true story I'm not even kidding like <laughs> yeah <clears throat> that was awesome yeah your, our moms were good for especially yours was really good for like practical jokes and stuff yeah Remember the time on Mother's Day when... Um, <laughs> I was just going to tell you about that one. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't remember how it went down. All I remember is what my mom... Well, you and I were discussing, like, that song... What is it? Yeah. What was um, the name of the song? Um, it's, it's by, by uh, um, Lonely Island. Lonely but it was, yeah. it was specifically Andy Samberg and Justin Timberlake. It's basically about, like, on Mother's Day, effing each other's moms. Like, that's, that's yeah, what it's about. Yeah, fucking each other's moms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We both love our moms, women with pro-given needs. I say we break them off, showing how much they really mean. Cause I'm a mother lover, you're a mother lover. We should fuck each other's mothers, fuck each other's moms. I'm pushing that lady, where you came out as a baby. Ain't no doubt this shit is crazy, fucking each other. 
And so we were talking about how funny it would be, you know, like, hey, Mother's Day is coming up, you know, we should do that, you know, kind of a joke. And we were like, we did like a whole, like, probably 20 minutes on that joke, just back and forth on it, like how funny that would oh, be. Oh, yeah, easily. And, uh, and then cut to like, I don't know if it was later that day or maybe the next day, I went over to my mom's and uh, my mom goes, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, hey, I was just talking to June. And that was uh, Jimmy's mom. Yes. And uh, I was just talking to June. She <laughs> with a perfectly straight face. She goes, <laughs> she said, damn it, I can't get it up. Because <laughs> as soon as she said this, I lost it. I started laughing so hard. She goes, um, I just talked to June and she said something about you and Jimmy had an idea for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And I start laughing. She's like, what was it? And I was like, oh, my God. So I start to tell her, and she's like, no, I know all about it. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, I, remember, I remember being in the store with with our moms. I don't think you were there this time, but I was in the store with our moms. That's weird. And your mom, yeah, your mom was trying to embarrass my mom. And she goes, yep. look, June, the pens are on sale. Uh-huh. My mom busts out with, oh, you're out already. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. <clears throat> anyway, so funny would it be if our moms like had a podcast? <laughs> that would be pretty funny, yeah. That would just be funny anyways. Just pick people's grandparents and set it up and just be like, we need you to talk about this for an hour. and just <laughs> They don't have to do anything. You would set it up. That would be <clears throat> kind of funny. Yeah. All right, so let's get back into this. So, okay. Where we left off, Jan is feeling like nobody ever remembers her and she needs to stand out. So she buys a brunette wig and has permission from Mike and Carol to wear it to Lucy's birthday party. Yes. So this is where we're at in the story. Okay. So scene 13, Jan is sitting in her bedroom admiring the wig in a, in a handheld mirror while Marsha and Cindy are playing cards on another bed. Jan says... I bet I'm the hit at Lucy's party tonight. Cindy. <laughs> I bet I get hit at Lucy's party tonight. <laughs> Cindy, while ignoring Jan, says to Marsha, how do you think Kitty Carryall would look with black hair? Marsha says, the same as Jan. Like a whore. No. <laughs> Silly. Jan says, you think you're so smart. All you have to do is take a look at the three of us. Which one do you think people would notice? Cindy Marcia? says, <laughs> right. So he says, me, I'm the shortest. <laughs> Scene 14. Meanwhile, in the boys' room, Greg is working on a part with Bobby standing there, with Bobby standing there helping him. So he was like working on something. Was that like his amp? No, that was something called a um, regenerative receiver. Um, it was popular in the, in the well, it was pop, it's still popular to some people, but it's basically like a an AM radio that you make yourself. And you can make okay. it with pretty minimal parts. Uh, so but they're like popular. A kit you would buy? Kinda, yeah. I mean, his was a pretty nice one, but yeah, it's kind of a, re- a kit that you would you would kind of use him. Yeah. Well, I saw like the tube amps on it. That's why I thought maybe yeah. it was his amp. We well, saw the tube. Yeah. You saw the speaker behind it, and then in front of it, you saw like the big um, oval-shaped brass thing. That's that's yeah, helped in yeah. in the actual receiving part of it. It's kind of like an antenna, sort of kind of to tune it. So, hmm. <clears throat> yep. Um, 
Good. I learned so much from you. <laughs> Greg asks for Bobby to stand to hand him a pair of pair of pliers, and instead, Bobby hands him a crescent wrench and asks, <laughs> "Do these look like pliers?" Oh man! Oh god! Somebody wrote that in the. Uh, how do you room. write that? You can't write that. That's just. That's just. That's what that is. That's improv magic right there. That's what that is. Somebody was like, "I got this. I got it. I got it." And like what? Like okay, so like, Greg's working on this thing, and then Bobby's helping him. He's like, "Bobby, hand me the crescent wrench." No, it says hand me some pliers, and Bobby hands him. Wait for it, a crescent wrench. <laughs> and they're like, and Sherwood Schwartz's in there with his scotch and cigar, and he's like, "Fucking, you nailed it." <laughs> that shit's going to the script. Mike Lucanland's like, "Hey, Al, I'm gonna riff real quick." <laughs> Do what? And, and Mike Lucanland, he's like, "Hey, Al, the director, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna riff real quick. Just, just bear with me." <laughs> and then he hands him a wrench. Boom, <clears throat> boom, and he's like, "You fuck that kid's got moxie." <laughs> oh yeah. Peter walks into the room, looks at what they're doing, and he goes and sits down at the desk to wrap Lucy's gift. Bobby starts to giggle. Peter asks, "What's so funny?" Greg tries to recover and says, "Nothing. He's just got the giggles." <laughs> that's really yeah. funny and I think they mentioned something about that in the past episode where they're like nothing he, he kid laughs at everything oh yeah he's like he's just weird or whatever that line yeah Peter isn't buying any of it and walks over to Bobby Bobby continues to giggle Peter grabs Bobby and picks him up and throws him on Greg's bed and tickles him until he finally tells him <laughs> yeah this this so reminds me of our slumber parties we dude I know I was gonna say the same thing all right. No, it didn't. Ah, uh, gotcha. I mean, it reminded me of like when we used to go hunting and fit. No, it didn't. Yeah. I don't know what there you're was, talking about. There was something very homoerotic about this whole thing. I, I'm sorry, but it's, it's just weird. <coughs> well, like Bobby, you never held down like Rick. Hey, Rick, smile if you love Melinda. Stop it. You've never had another guy hold you non-tickly. Oh, good. (laughs) You never held down Rick and, like, tickled him. Uh, Oh, oh my God. (coughs) Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Bobby says, oh, okay. (laughs) No, I didn't. Good uh, lord, you're like Alice I'm telling laughing, a joke. I'm still laughing, laughing at the homoerotic and the whole... No, anyways, <laughs> Bobby says... <laughs> Bobby says, okay, okay, somebody's going to be at that party. <laughs> this is totally not his delivery. Yeah. He's being tickled. Oh, I know, but I'm trying to recover from giggling oh, myself. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> okay, Bobby says, okay, okay, somebody's going to be at the party. Peter asks who. Bobby says, Margie Whipple. Peter stops and says, oh, no. Greg and Bobby laugh. <laughs> Greg and Bobby laugh, and Greg says, you'll have a great time, Pete. Peter says, yeah, great, with her chasing me and making dumb faces all night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. 
I'm laughing because at the time I didn't Anybody know what she this looked episode like. Knows why we're laughing right now. <laughs> at the time of that line, I didn't know what she looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Making oh. dumb faces all night. I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 oh my god first of all listeners if you haven't watched this episode please go watch this yeah, episode stop it right now and watch it and laugh with us because this is amazing it'd be Greg's, a hell of a lot more funny if you do yeah Greg says you gotta go um you were um you gotta go you can't promise to go and take Jan and then not do it not unless you were sick or something Peter says yeah well just the same I and Peter stops and smiles and gets an idea. Bobby asks, what's wrong? <clears throat> Peter starts to rub his head and belly and says, boy, am I beginning to get sick. Oh. Greg and Bobby laugh. But Peter climbs up into the bed and fakes a faint, but not before looking back at Greg and Bobby with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Scene 15. Now, Bobby and Greg are downstairs telling Mike and Carol that Peter is sick and they should go check on him. Mike asks when this happened. Greg says, just a little while ago. Bobby adds, all of a sudden. Carol comments, there's never a dull moment around here as they all go upstairs. Why is Carol such a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like each of us have three kids, right? Yeah. And if two of your kids came out and said the third one was really sick all of a sudden, I mean, would you be like, here we go again? You yeah, know what I mean? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I can't yeah, get right? A break like, I would be here. nervous. I'd be like, what the hell happened? I'd be running in there about ready to call, you know, a doctor or something. But she acts like, oh, great. I guess I can't get my hair done today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Margie has a sale. Yeah, right? A different Margie. Weird. Okay. Say, this is weird, right? What's that? Like you can name these characters any fucking thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. And Carol's best friend's name is Margie, and so is Margie Whipple here. Well, anyway. yeah, all these all these people are old now, so these are old people names. That makes total <laughs> sense. I know, but like you can name your characters anything, and they're right. already last episode was it last episode? I don't know. Yeah, there was a character named Margie. <clears throat> in this episode, a different person also named Margie. <laughs> like. <laughs> Can you pick a different can you no, we already named somebody Margie in the last episode, pick a different name. Exactly, yeah. Because there can only be one Margie. (laughs) (laughs) All right, scene sixteen. Peter is still lying on the top bunk, visibly not sick, awaiting for Mike and Carol to enter the room. As soon as he hears them, he begins to fake moan. They all walk in, and Carol rushes over to him to feel his head and asks what's wrong. Peter says, I don't know. I just don't feel so good. Mike immediately smells some bullshit and shoes (laughs) the boys out of the room. Mike asks where it hurts. Peter says, kind of all over. It's it's sort of a traveling pain. Carol is still concerned. Carol, still seeming concerned, asks, when did it start? Peter says, a while ago. I guess I'll have to miss Lucy Winter's terrific party. Mike looks at Carol as if to tell her, you know he's faking, right? 
His mic already called bullshit before they even oh, got yeah, in the yeah. room. And Carol's like, oh no, sweetie, what's yeah. wrong? They're walking up the stairs, like, Mike's like, you smell that shit? <laughs> <laughs> and it took Carol like a minute. And that's when Mike looked at her like, you know he's fucking lying. Yeah. And she's like, oh, <clears throat> right. I knew, oh, yeah, I know. Duh, okay, Peter. Um... <laughs> Mike asks, <laughs> Mike asks, it's that bad, is it? Peter says, yeah, I'll have to miss it all right. Boy, am I unhappy about that. <laughs> Poor Carol finally understands what the fuck's going on. <laughs> says, saying, Mike, don't you think we'd better call a doctor? With Peter looking shocked, Mike agrees and replies right away. Peter says, doctor? No, I'll be all right. See, I can sit up a little. Mike and Carol say that he better stay in bed for a couple of days. Peter says, but I have a ball game tomorrow. Carol says, not if you're sick. Peter insists he's feeling so much better that now he's even jumped off the bed of the top bunk and asks if he can play in the game tomorrow. Mike says, well, you can take your sister to Lucy's party. And if you're okay after that, you can play in the ball game tomorrow. Carol says, that's a good idea, Mike. I know Peter would just hate to miss that party. And they walk out. I thought it was hmm. funny because at the last part of the scene, Peter sits down on Bobby's bed and leans hmm. back <laughs> and cracks his head on the top bunk. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, didn't I saw that was funny. He I, he plays it off though. He doesn't break character, but <clears throat> yeah, I like how like when uh, Mike and Carol left the room, Carol was probably like, Man, I love that trick we played on him. And Mike's like, they walk out of the room. Carol's like, see that shit? I got that shit. Mike's like, yeah, okay. Okay. Mike's like, yep, you knew from the beginning. (laughs) Scene 17. It's party time. We're outside Lucy's house, and Jan and Peter are walking up. Peter is still hesitant about going. Jan is super excited and says, the new Jan Brady is going to be a smash. Now, you go first and sort of announce me. I want to make a big entrance. Jan then steps around the corner of the front door where she isn't seen. Lucy answers the door and Peter... Lucy answers the door and Peter oh, hands her her gift. Lucy then calls for Margie. Margie, Peter's here. Peter says, did you have to do that? Out comes Margie, rushing to Peter's arm. Margie says, hi, Peter. How are you? Peter struggles to get his arm back. Holy shit. When I saw Margie, dude, she's got the biggest horse teeth I've ever seen in my entire wow. life. I think that was Poindexter's mom from Resident Nerds. Oh my God. That's what she looked like. She looked like Poindexter <clears throat> from Resident Nerds. Picture, yeah, Poindexter, like really big, thick glasses. She had like a whole like telescope around her head. Horse yeah. teeth. Yeah, giant horse teeth. Like, she even had teeth missing yeah, right, yeah. on the sides and had giant horse teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear it when she laughed? She was like, that's me. She's here. Just then, Lucy asks where Jan is. Peter says, oh, okay, everybody. Here's my sister, the new Jan Brady. Everyone rushes to the door as Jan steps out to reveal her new look. She says, hi there. Lucy looks at her, smiles, and says, 
Jan, that's terrific. Jan says, thanks. Lucy continues, that's the funniest joke you've ever played. All the kids start laughing. Margie even has her, <laughs> even has the huge horse balls on her to say, <laughs> you look really funny. <laughs> Jan looks <laughs> Jan looks sad. Lucy says, hey, that'd be really great for Halloween. The other kids <clears throat> laugh and laugh. <laughs> Jan says sadly, Halloween. Mm. Uh, and then Margie says, <laughs> Peter and I can't be, I can't even get it out. Peter and I can be the headless horseman. <laughs> Sorry. The point is, Margie's ugly. Yeah. Jan cries and runs off. Lucy asks, What's the matter with her? Peter says, Lucy, she didn't mean for it to be a joke. Lucy asks, You mean she wasn't kidding? Peter says, Right. That's like, I just fucking said that. Margie puts her hoof around Peter's arm. <laughs> Peter just looks down at me. <laughs> That's so messed up. <clears throat> I think it's still messed up, though, that he's like, you know, she could chase me around and make that stupid face. <laughs> Like, didn't you see her face? You're like, that's her face, man. Like, that's, that's her face. Like, you're supposed to be a Brady. You're supposed to talk to people about, about them like that. Like, damn. <clears throat> Margie has the fucking horse balls to be all like, you look really funny. You know, like, <laughs> real, but, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. I bet uh. she runs really fast and pee. Like, sorry. <laughs> I bet she looks. Sorry. I bet she looks fucking beautiful, Remy. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. Wish you could pull a wagon. Sorry. Um. <laughs> now we see Carol and Mike sitting in the living room. Carol is watching the end of a show and she's crying. She gets up, turns off the TV, goes over to Mike on the couch who is reading a book. Carol says, "Wasn't that good?" Mike looks at the TV and then at Carol. Is it over? <clears throat> Carol says, is it over? You were the one who wanted to watch it. Carol snatches the book from him and throws it on the couch. Mike laughs and says, oh, sure. It's one of my favorite shows. Carol jumps on him and says, oh, I'm going to get you. <laughs> I'm get you. And Mike's like, no, you're not. And they start running. No, um, just then, Jan walks in, sadly carrying her wig in her hand. Mike and Carol um, ask what's wrong. Jan says, they laughed at me. They thought it was some kind of joke. Carol wipes her tears <laughs> with her snot-filled tissue that she used herself. <laughs> I don't know if you call it that. She picks no. up a used tissue off the chair that she was just using to, like, wipe <laughs> snot from her nose. Tissue. Yeah. And then she uses it to wipe on Jan's face, which I thought was amazing. Gross. Jan continues, you were right. I guess I do look like some kind of freak in this thing. Mike says, oh, honey, your friend Margie does. Sorry. No, <laughs> no honey, just, you just don't look like you. 
And Carol adds, your friends like you for the way you are. Jan throws the wig down and says, I wish I hadn't wasted my money on that thing. Mike gets up and walks over to her and says, well, I'm not so sure. Maybe you learned a valuable lesson so cheaply. Cheaply? It was $27. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> Just then, Peter comes walking in with Lucy and Margie trailing, saying, why did you take off so fast? I would have walked you home. Lucy greets Mike and Carol, then says hello back to Mike. No, they say hello back, and Mike asks Margie, that's such a hard name, Margie, I keep wanting to say Maggie, um, <laughs> if she'd like a carrot. <laughs> Carol butts in saying they may have some oats. <laughs> What's funny is you you wrote these jokes and they're just tickling you to death. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't write that joke. I mean, oh, you didn't? But I mean, did you change like a word? I may here? have, yeah. I may have changed something. Because yeah. I put like Lucy, walked in with Lucy and Margie trotting behind them. Oh, something. yeah, I did say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a horse walk. <laughs> oh, I didn't even catch that. I, I wasn't even thinking a horse walk. I was thinking like people trotting. I'm like, what is, what's he talking about? They're just walking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I missed that joke. It's um, all right. Huh. Lucy says, <laughs> Did you guys like some apple wow. juice? Margie, you want a bag of oats? <laughs> Just strap it to her ears like a, like a face mask. Sorry. Um, Lucy says, We sure are sorry, Jan. We didn't mean to hurt your feelings. We thought the wig was a joke. Margie adds, <laughs> Margie adds, Your own mane, I mean, your hair is so pretty. We all envy it. Peter pulls out a brush and begins brushing Margie and saying, shh, easy girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, I'm crying. Holy shit, it's uh, so funny. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Whew, okay. Wrong. Oh, God. That one I know I changed. Yeah. <laughs> so you made it better. You fucking nailed it. <laughs> Lucy then asks... Uh, <laughs> Lucy then asks, will you come back to the party with us, please? Jen thinks for a moment. Carol kneels down and says, honey, why don't you? Jan says, well... I'd like to, I guess. Jan walks over, <clears throat> walks over smiling, and Lucy and Jan put their arms around each other and walk out of the door. Uh, Margie stops and goes back to Peter and says, Come on, Peter. Peter says, No chance. Mike reminds Peter of their agreement. Peter says, Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll go. Peter then begins to walk, turns around to Margie and says, <laughs> <laughs> Who follows as they walk out the door? <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! This is almost oh. turned into like let's see how many horse puns we can fit into this. <laughs> Peter, pulls I just have this out a metal brush. picture. Of, I have this metal picture of the whole way to Lucy's house. Peter going, come on, come on. <laughs> I like how Peter pulls out a brush and begins brushing. <laughs> <laughs> Easy girl. Easy girl. 
<laughs> oh, God. Okay, last scene. We see Alice trying on the wig in the kitchen. Mike and Carol walk in and see her. She's startled by them standing there. Uh, Alice says that Jane gave it to her, and she asks what they think. Mike and Carol are lost for words. Mike finally looks and says... Oh my god. Oh, looks like somebody came in and like changed some stuff. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I just want to see what you react to it. It's so funny oh. because when I when I started reading, Mike finally <laughs> looks and says, I'm like, I don't remember writing that. Like, maybe I did. <coughs> okay, I'm gonna commit. Mike and Carol are lost for words. Mike finally looks at it and says, I'd fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Alice pulls out a little mirror and looks at herself. She nods and says, Yep, it's unanimous. Oh, well, I can always shave it and use it as a shower cap. <laughs> she was talking about her pussy. Is she, is, <laughs> she smiles at them, and then no shit of freeze frame happens here. Hell yeah. The Holy best shit. freeze frame to, ever. She's like... <laughs> I used to joke about... And then there's a freeze frame, and then... Yeah. I'm like, no, because there's never been a freeze frame at the end of Brady Bunch ever. And I used to always comment, like, that's more of, like, at late 70s, 80s thing, really. Yeah, yeah. But here it is, 1971, they ended on a freeze frame. I Hell yeah, they it. did. That's because Al like, is a forward thinker. <laughs> <clears throat> and that's the end of the episode. That is the end. Oh, oh, man. That was a hyena episode right there, man. Holy shit. God. That was nothing but me wheezing. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. That was... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Please God. go back and watch that episode if you haven't. Even, even if you don't watch it, the next stoplight you're at or the next break <laughs> you're on or whatever, just Google Margie. What's her name? Margie. Margie Whipple. <clears throat> Margie Whipple. Brady Bunch. Just look that up and you're going to look up and be like, oh my God. Like that's, <laughs> and that's what we're going with it. And it's obvious by her, her appearance in the context of the story that she's meant to be, you know, funny looking. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like some cute girl with like just like glasses on or something, you know. Or no, like in um, not another team movie where he's like, <laughs> she's wearing overalls and she has a ponytail. ponytail. Who has, who has yeah. a ponytail? You know, glasses. And she's like, yeah, and she's yeah. a girl from from Supergirl that's like hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this chick, man. Good God. Yeah. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right. Well, she probably has a very nice personality type. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, she was basically like date raping Peter, like at the party. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, she's like probably putting nice. her hooves all over him and shit. <laughs> she's probably nice. She probably does what she asks for. She doesn't bite, you know. <laughs> she doesn't try to run when you put a saddle on her. I mean, I mean, never mind. <clears throat> all right well we had fun here today you know don't be offended we're not racist or homophobic or anti-horse homophobic or whenever we ever even joked about I don't being homophobic. know I don't know we probably said something I don't, we probably, did joke yeah. about like our sleepovers and something but yeah yeah but that's not being homophobic we that's saying we're gay <laughs> that's the opposite of homophobic <laughs> <laughs> I guess so 
I mean, we're not uh, sexist or anything like that. You know, no, it's, no, we no. do love the show and uh, we have a great time at this, as you can tell from my wheezing all episode. Me, me and Tech very much believe that the best time for a joke is the worst time for a joke. Exactly. So uh, that's why we joke so hard on this about so many things. <coughs> so, yeah. Well, also, uh, Margie, if, 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 if you're out there listening, if the lady that played Margie is out there listening, mm-hmm. by all means, please contact the show. Please, please, please contact the show. It would be amazing to have you on the show. <coughs> so I just want to throw that out there. That would be pretty cool. It would, wouldn't it? All right. So on the next episode, season two, episode 16, called The Drummer Boy, it is about Peter, Jan, and Cindy make the Glee Club. Oh, shit. But Bobby does not. <laughs> so, Carol is, buys him is, a was, drum did set. Did they make fun of this in the movie? Oh, did they oh, make fun no. of Peter being tone deaf in the movie? I think that's a real thing. Like oh real no, life. it wasn't. It wasn't Peter being tone deaf. It was him uh, going through puberty. His voice kept cracking. Oh yeah, yeah. In the movie, I don't know how it is in this, but in the movie, they were making fun of his voice cracking. And then, if you yeah. remember at the very end of the movie, <laughs> the very end of the movie, he turned into a bass. Where he'd start singing, he'd be like, you know, I mean, he was singing really low. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen the movies, but yeah. Anyway, so uh, Bobby doesn't get on the glee club, so Carol buys him a drum set to make him feel better. Peter's yeah. football teammates make fun of him for being a singer. Until in a football? NFL I thought he played star. baseball. When does Peter play baseball? We've never seen Peter play anything, I don't think. Oh, okay. Because hmm, he said he had a ball game. I assumed it was baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, and then we also get a little surprise guest from NFL star Deacon Jones hmm. in the Never episode. Okay. So that means there's going to be basically the person who can't act in the episode, that's your athlete. So yes. Okay. Well, the way I see it. Or one of their friends. Because <laughs> their friends typically can't act either. Yeah, that's how I always pick the athlete in a TV show. Let me guess, he's yeah. an athlete. Just guessing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what was that one athlete's name that was on the football game? I can't remember. Oh, Don Drysdale. Yeah, Don, Don Drysdale. Drysdale. <laughs> Don Drysdale. Don Drysdale. Don. Yeah. Just call me Don. And you can too. <laughs> That's fine. All right. Anything else? Cool. I don't think so. Cool. But that was fun. Cool. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, this has been a very Brady podcast, and I have been Tack. And I have been Jimmy. All right, and we will see you on another sunshine day. There you go. Oh, shit. Uh, Yeah. All right, see you. Later. Hey, thanks so much for stopping by and checking out the show. And come on back here for new episodes every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Also, on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. It helps the show out tremendously. Head on over to AVeryBradyPodcast.com to check out past guests. And maybe you wonder what Jimmy and I look like, but, you know, it's not as good as you think, so don't get too excited. And you can contact us at AVeryBradyPodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email and we'll read it on the show. And also head on over to the merch store at tpublic.com. The link is in the description below. 
And don't forget to join the Facebook group. It's called A Very Brady Facebook Group. And also there's a like page for the show as well called A Very Brady Podcast. So join in on the fun. Join in on the conversation. Post memes. Do whatever you want. Just don't be a racist dick. And be sure to also check out the Patreon page. If you enjoy the show, give a donation and become a patron. We'd certainly appreciate it. Just head on over to patreon.com forward slash A Very Brady Podcast. Until then, this has been A Very Brady Podcast, and have a sunshine day. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.